What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today we are here to review AVP, Alien vs. Predator. It's a part of our Alien in Review series. It is the first one, and there's two of them apparently. Did not know this, uh, but there's two of them. And I, I recently watched this movie, uh, let's see, about three days ago. And I've been stewing on it. You know, I'm in the middle of watching this movie, I'm like, you know, do I really have to review these movies? Because I don't, I feel like I could get away with them if I didn't. Uh, but you know what? I promised it when I announced the series. I said every single Alien movie. And these are part of the Alien franchise. And we've already done Predator in review. So it's almost fitting that I just have to review these movies, uh, whether I like it or not. So today, again... I am reviewing the first AVP movie, Alien vs. Predator. Uh, man, I I don't know. I see, I'm jumping into this review, and I don't really know what I'm going to say about this movie. And I honestly don't know where I fit it in my Alien rankings. But I think regardless of just how, how bad this movie is, it's probably better than the last couple movies I watched. But, you know, I don't want to jump into spoilers on my review but that's a little, little tidbit of what, what you got to come, okay? But before we jump into this review, just know if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two. And support us at any of those tiers, and you get a slew of extra content. And, you know, if you're uh, familiar with the show, then you're familiar with those tiers and where to go and what perks you would get from that. Uh, just know that when you support us on Patreon, you basically become a creator slash producer of our podcast. So go do that, and you get these shows early, uncut, unrated. You also get them early. Uh, Patreon supporters get these reviews about a week in advance of everybody else. So the public, by the time you're listening to this review, they're already on the next movie in the series. So go to patreon.com slash 2game. And then shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Without y'all support, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. But that's enough of that. How about we just jump into this Alien vs. Predator movie? You know, I, I like I said a minute ago, I don't know exactly what I'm going to say. This might be just a a off-the-cuff kind of thing where I just start talking and, hey, I've done it before where I thought, eh, this review might take like 15, 20 minutes and uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it kind of short. And then I start getting into it and then it, like the movie was like either so bad that I just start rambling and ranting about it or it was so good and I just can't stop talking about it. It's just, it's weird how some of these reviews go for me. But nonetheless, we're going to work our way through it, guys. So we're going to jump into the plot, the fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. So, during an archaeological expedition in Antarctica, a team of scientists find themselves caught up in a battle between two legends, the Xenomorph and the Predator. Soon, the team realize that only one species can win. This movie was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who we have reviewed a couple of movies on this podcast before, Mortal Kombat and Monster Hunter. Uh, two totally different movies. I mean, they're both terrible, but completely different, I guess, as far as how much I like either of those. Like, I I love Mortal Kombat, hate Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, I think, is my all-time worst movie I've ever watched. Uh, he's, he's directed a bunch of the Resident Evil movies 
for better or for worse. Resident Evil, Afterlife, Retribution, and the final chapter. He's also directed Pompeii, Event Horizon, and Death Race. So to me, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. I'm really not. Out of all those movies, uh, I, I actually like Afterlife. Uh, Resident Evil, I, I like. Pompeii, didn't like it. Mortal Kombat, I like. Uh, it's just, he's a, he's a mixed bag. For the most part, I do not like Paul W.S. Anderson movies. So this movie had a budget of $60 million, and it grossed worldwide $177.5 million. It stars Sanaa Lathan, Lathan, Lance Henriksen, and Raul Bova. It has a runtime of one hour and 41 minutes. I, I do realize that I am probably butchering those names, but I digress. One hour and 41 minutes is for the runtime, and it was released on October, uh, excuse me, August 13th, 2004. 14 years old when this movie came out. So, just a little backstory on what my history is with this movie. I remember watching this as a teenager, obviously 14 years old when this came out. And I really did enjoy this movie when it came out. I actually bought it, and I watched it numerous times. Me and the friends absolutely enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know whether we have the same opinions on it now, like them having the same opinions, uh, but that was kind of my, my thing with it. I wasn't a huge alien person. I was more of a Predator fan more than anything. In fact, I this, like I said, this is my first time kind of going through the entire Alien franchise, so that should tell you something about how much I how much I'm familiar with the Alien franchise in general. But here's some fun facts for Alien vs. Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger offered to reprise his role as Dutch uh, at the end of this movie as a cameo, but only if he lost the election for California governor. And we all know how that ended up because he ended up winning. So, no cameo. The Antarctic setting on Bouvet Island is based on the unexplained Vela incident on September 22, 1979 where a satellite recorded a flash of light near the island. Uh, many people speculated to it have been a man-made nuclear explosion or natural event such as a meteor strike, but, you know, no one really knows. At the time, the alien queen that's in this movie was the most sophisticated animatronic ever built. It, was tw it had twice as many moving parts as the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. And then the last fun fact is this movie takes place 17 years after Predator, which was in 87, and 118 years later, or excuse me, 118 years before the first Alien movie, which was in 21-22. So, jumping into my general impressions, I do not like this movie. I think it's one of the better movies in this series as a, as a whole. Obviously, up to this point, y'all know how much I love Alien, how much I love. I, I do like Aliens, and then three and four have been a huge step in the wrong direction for this franchise. And then they come up with this this interesting concept of Alien versus Predator. Now the interesting thing is this movie came about uh, not too long after Freddy versus Jason. I don't know if everybody's familiar with that, but that was like that was one of those movies when it when it first got announced. Everybody was like, no effing way. Why did we not think about this sooner? It was, you know, Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees and a Clash of Titans kind of scenario. So 
you know, it's kind of fitting that they finally put the Predator versus Alien in this movie, and it came out a year later after uh, after Freddy versus Jason. So it's made right around the same time. I'm curious to know if this movie was made solely because of how well or how good slash what happened in Freddy versus Jason. Not entirely sure about that, but I, I would be curious to know how that all transpired. But for the most part, I just do not like this movie. It's not going to be something that I ever rewatch again. Uh, it's just for a majority of this movie, it's pretty boring. Not even boring. It's just it's just flat out just terrible. Uh, you don't care about the characters if you even want to call them characters. Uh, just do not like the plot, the setting. The setting is actually not that bad, but we'll get to that in a second. But as far as the plot. Uh, and how you got all these characters together. It's just, it's cliche, it's kind of dumb, and it's not very fulfilling. The characters have have no type of, like, t- they're just, like, two-dimensional. They're not three-dimensional, uh, and I get it. Listen, we're here for Alien versus Predator. We're not here for no damn uh, human characters. It's just like Godzilla versus Kong, okay? You gotta throw out those human characters, and what we're coming for is the fight. So is the fight good? It's okay. I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's not something that like I wouldn't go back and rewatch this movie just to rewatch the fight between the aliens and the predators. It's just not worth it to me. Now, there are some decent action scenes, decent. I'm not saying they're good, they're decent. They enough to keep me entertained in this movie, but I wouldn't say they were anything that I would like I said go out of my way to watch or rewatch based off how well the action was. So yeah, it takes about 53 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, before it's actually Alien versus Predator. And then the rest of the movie is Alien versus Predator. And it really doesn't disappoint in that aspect, but it takes almost half the movie to get to that point. And I'm not all about that because look, if you're going to throw human characters into it, then you better at least put some motivation behind them, put them Make them likable. I just, I don't really care about any of these characters. And then, you know, kind of the same issue that we had with Alien 3, where everybody looked alike, everybody sounded the same. You you end up not caring for them because you don't really know who they are. And it's kind of the same thing that happens here. Granted, they're more discernible. You can tell which one is which between the characters. But, again, they just don't give these characters any depth to where you care about them at all so that's really one of the big issues another issue is the writing and the dialogue is horrendous it is bad now is it the worst out of the series Eh, not really sure about that but it is is pretty god-awful now here's the issue with the writing and the dialogue how it's so bad i absolutely hate it when there are characters in like the scientific movies, those sci-fi movies, and there's the science behind it, or they're trying to explain the lore, and I hate it when characters say like off-the-wall stuff that they would not know, and that like it just didn't make any sense in the movie. Like they're explaining the lore of the predators versus the aliens uh, throughout the course of this movie, and then all of a sudden this dude is just reading reading a uh, hieroglyphs and stuff like that and it's like telling a story and stuff. I'm like, you know, something tells me 
that like an archaeologist or someone like that. I mean, I'm not. I don't know for a hundred percent fact here, but I would just assume they would. It it would struggle a little bit to try to translate this. Like they wouldn't just be able to read this stuff like a book. I'm just saying because it's kind of like a you know it's not a second language, third language kind of thing. So it just seems like forced lore into this world into this movie and it's just it's a huge turnoff it takes me out of the movie and i just i absolutely hate it and you know they're just like you don't know what they're thinking but all of a sudden the characters are like oh well i bet the predator is thinking this it's their weapons that they want well you wouldn't have known that the nobody would have known that you know it's just it, it, that's one of the things about the writing, about the dialogue. It's just, yeah, it's god-awful, and it explains lore that nobody would know just regularly. And then the acting, oh, my God. The acting is atrocious in this movie. It's, it's truly bad. It, it's really, you're not, I get it. You're not going into this movie for the acting, for the dialogue. You're going in for the fight, okay? I completely understand that. But... It takes 53 minutes before it becomes Alien versus Predator. So I gotta sit through this bad acting, this bad dialogue, this bad writing, these crappy characters. So yes, it has to be it has to be a con at this point. It has to be a thumbs down for all that. Because, like I said, it takes half the movie to get to that point. And I have to suffer through it. And then there's the question of of continuity and canon is this you know is this canon or is it not that is i tried looking it up and i'm under the impression that it is not canon but there are certain things in this movie that happen and in other movies subsequent movies like in the predator franchise and whatnot that makes it seem like it is canon but it reminds me of like a like the x-men movies or the predator movies or even uh, Terminator series as well. So those all have like lore and continuity and canon stuff. That there's so many issues there. They like they don't even know what the true canon, what true lore is. And that's kind of what we're going with with this. Is it? Is it not? Because then we have subsequent movies that kind of you know kind of backtrack on this. It's just it's really weird and that's kind of aggravating to, to be honest with you. Like, if you're going to make an Alien versus Predator movie, I feel like it should be part of the franchise, part of the series, and it should all connect. Uh, otherwise, just don't make it. But other than the bad acting, the characters being terrible, the writing, the dialogue, the, the setting of the movie. I mentioned this a minute ago. I actually dig the setting. The setting looks cool. I like the set designs. As far as inside the pyramid... Uh, look, you're not going to be able to convince me that there's this huge-ass pyramid built underneath the ice in Antarctica. You're just not going to be able to convince me, okay? I understand. This is an alien versus predator movie. None of this makes any sense. But you're not going to convince me that there is a huge pyramid built underneath the, sand, uh, the snow. You're not going to do it. So, that in itself is kind of dumb. But... I I like the aspect of of the snow being, you know, way out in the wilderness. It almost gives me like the thing vibes, which is a fantastic movie by the way. So it gives me those kinds of vibes. But with that being said, I feel like there's a horror element that is missing from both of these movies. Now, if you can go listen to my reviews on Alien and my reviews of the first Predator movie, 
I I said there were horror elements within both of those movies, more specifically uh, Alien rather than Predator. But Predator did have it, though. You know, at its core, that is more of an action movie than it is a horror movie, but it's a horror action movie. Uh, Alien is just a strictly a horror sci-fi movie. But with this being in Antarctica, being in the snow, the wilderness, uh, you know, being thousands and thousands of miles away from civilization, I feel like there's a horror element there that is not being tapped into, and it would have been perfect for this movie had they went more along the action horror vibe that uh, Predator had rather than going straight, going straight horror. I can understand they wouldn't really go for that because it's, you know, Alien versus Predator. So there's going to be action in there. So I think they should lean more towards the the vibes of the first Predator movie, and and whatnot. Now they they said something in like interviews and stuff how they tried showing off as least amount possible of of the title characters to try to build that suspense and all that. Yeah, I didn't really get that because I felt like they actually showed showed them too much. Uh, as far as like what's being done with the Predator, what's being done with the Alien. I thought they were. I think they were fine. I thought the, I thought the costume designs looked really, really uh, solid, and the the alien with the, the little net imprints where he was he got captured with the net, and then it started uh, cutting him, and his uh, his little ooze started his little acid started oozing out. That looked dope. That whole design of that character, that alien, was pretty dope looking. Not gonna lie. Uh, so I didn't have any problems with majority of the aliens or the predators i think they looked really good uh you have some cgi issues throughout the course of the movie that just is not very good but overall this movie looks like a big budget uh hollywood movie but it feels like a b-rated sci-fi movie uh it looks really good it's probably the best movie that like looking wise it's the best looking movie out of the alien franchise up to this point i think you could argue that Alien 1 and Aliens uh, look just as good, if not better. And that's from them being from the 70s and 80s. I get that. Uh, but as far as which one looks the best, it's probably this one. Uh, and I hate to say that. But just from the time perspective, if you go based off of which one do I prefer, I'm going to go with the older ones. But just the, the look of it. This one looks significantly better, but again, the technology is a lot better. And then one last thing that I want to mention before I cut into the last portion of this review. I do want to say that the whole uh, humans joining the forces of the Predator and the lead character being... I don't i don't even know. like She's best friends with the Predator now. I don't agree with that. I don't like it. So here's my thing, and I've ar- I kind of argued this point with... Uh, Nick, who has come on the show before, and I've told him, look, the Predator is there to kill the biggest and the baddest of the strongest people, okay? That's their thing. They hunt the best, so they can be considered the best. That is in every single movie. So she obviously kills one of the aliens, and they recognize her as being superior, yes. But they're not of her kind, so they should in return think that she is the toughest, the baddest, the best. So they should be focusing on her all of a sudden. I I would think if they think of them, if they think of her as an equal to them for killing an alien, then I feel like they would start attacking her, not necessarily befriending her. So I don't, I don't like the whole let's befriend 
the the predator and we're going to go on a little adventure and we're going to help each other kill the alien. I just don't like that. It's really cliche and you see that in all of these versus movies. The human side with one particular monster slash uh, person and they kind of join the sides. I don't really like that. I feel like if you're put pitting two horror people together, like Freddy versus Jason, you're not going to want to side with either or of them. You know, you're going to want to pit them both in a a position to both die, just like Godzilla versus Kong. It's I, I, I get it. they're going to lean more towards Kong because Godzilla is destroying everything. Kong's not really doing anything. So I can kind of side with the humans on that. But for the most part, it's going to be, dude, just, just back up, let them do their thing, and then we'll deal with the person that wins. And in this case, Alien versus Predator, we are not messing with either of these two. Let them kill each other. And we're just going to back up and try to stay out the way, okay? Because we are not going to be able to compete with these two. And that's just my thing. Uh, but, I mean, if they see her as an equal, the Predators do, and they want her to, to help them, I don't know. I just, it, it's very iffy. I don't like that plot line, and I wish it had been taken out of the movie. Uh, but overall, it doesn't kill the movie for me. It really doesn't. And I really think having an alien head as a shield was total badass and stupid at the same time. It is what it is. But overall, I give this movie two stars. I I think it's right up there as being terrible as Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. I don't think this movie is any better. I think it's a little bit smarter than Alien Resurrection. I, I really do. I think there were things in Alien 3 that... There were like tidbits or like flashes of it could have been really, really good. But, you know, with the whole stuff going on behind the scenes, the director and and whatnot, studio interference, uh, that probably brought that movie down a lot more than it should have. But this movie is just big, stupid. I don't want to use the word fun because I, I wouldn't say that I ever had fun in this movie. But it's watchable, I guess, if you're into that kind of stuff. Overall, in my opinion, if you're if you're sitting here wondering, should I take my should I waste my time and go watch Alien vs Predator? Will it uh, satisfy me? Uh, will it shout out? Will it give me something to have fun with, entertained? I don't think so. I think this movie is worth skipping altogether. I think Alien Resurrection is more entertaining, mainly because it's just so terrible. It's good. This one is just terrible, and it's just, it's okay. It's nothing to write home about. Uh, I gave it two stars. I don't think it's worth buying. I think it's ultimately worth skipping. Uh, I I really do not want to watch Alien vs. Predator 2. Uh, but you know what? It is what it is. It's a series. Got to do it. So that's my review. Uh, two stars. I say skip Alien vs. Predator. Unless you're just a huge, huge Alien or Predator fan, and you haven't seen these movies, then obviously just go watch it, I guess. It's on HBO Max. I think it's either to the end of this month or end of July. It might be end of July that it comes off. But it's on HBO Max right now, so go check it out if that's what your thing thing is. Uh, otherwise, I say skip it. And, I mean, I have Alien vs. Predator 2 coming out next week. So, I mean, you can either just wait for my next review or, or whatever. But uh, I appreciate y'all joining me. That's my review, and I'll catch y'all next time.